Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to and watching the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. and Romaran, the OGs, taking over for tonight. No Chino Liao for this week, as we said in pre-show. The internet is on the fritz over at his house. So they're trying to sort everything out. And so we don't get uh, a repeat of Mura Palooza from last week. <laughs> uh, Chino has volunteered to step back from the from the stream tonight. So kami dalawa muna, but we have you guys. tayo So there's so much to talk about as always. So yeah, um, I, I appreciate everybody uh, talking about the NBA in the pre-show. Like it really reminds us, diba, na we are a basketball country first and foremost. So it's nice that we're all reveling in the in the uh, good vibes of it all. You know, people are commenting with you mga wrestling equivalents of. CP3 finally making it to the NBA Finals. So like Rose said, about your favorite underdog arcs, the Benoits, Guerreros, Kofi Kingstons, Daniel Bryans, even Christian, as Roman J points out. Uh, so yeah, uh, let, let's keep that conversation going because I love a good um, NBA and wrestling analogy. To start things off for this week, do you want to start with DJR? Okay, okay. It's just you know, people have already talked about it, so we might as well address the elef- the southern elephant in the room. Okay, okay. So let's lay it out first. Uh, the hashtag DJR or the phrase DJR trended on Twitter this morning, Manila time, and that's because towards the end of AEW Dynamite, legendary broadcaster Jim Ross said, "Nah, uh, you know, it's another explosive WWE Dynamite." <laughs> so I, I don't remember the exact quote, but he basically said. WWE Dynamite, right? Uh Branding-wise, that's a no-no, obviously, because oh, that's the rival company. Huge, huge, huge. Very huge bad, no-no. very, very bad mistake that can get a normal person fired. But Jim Ross is not a normal person. Yeah, yeah. Um, so before we, before we get into into the implications, I guess let's layer it with a little bit of context, right? Like we we know Jr. But he's the soundtrack of a lot of our favorite moments in wrestling history. He's a Hall of Famer. He's been in the business since the seventies or the eighties, and yung work ngayon in wrestling, dating back to after he left WWE, his work in New Japan, and now with AEW, it's uh, been reported na therapeutic for him after he lost his wife. Uh, due to a car accident several years ago, diba? So I want to say that first before any criticisms towards JR and his work. Nah, he, he's doing what he's doing as part of yung moving on and moving forward process niya because siya, and it's never easy to lose a loved one, lalo na kung asawa mo yun, okay? So now, so yeah, let, let's, let's break it down. I want to start with you, Ro. Like, your thoughts on the boo-boo. Okay, if this is his form of therapy, then I think JR is going to get another form of therapy. Yes, Kim is right. It's an innocent Freudian slip considering that JR is old. But at this point, uh, man, you got to 
you are trying to be the number one and you're still calling your own company the other company. And considering other promos that have happened over the weekend, which we'll talk about in a bit as well, um, there is no excusing that, Laluna if JR was a normal, uh, regular commentator, but which he's, which he's not. And at this point, if you want to get rid of the perception that your company is a company of botches and fools, then you got to do something about JR. Um, yun nga, like I said, if then he's got to find something else. Uh, I'm sure he just wants to work. It doesn't matter what he's exactly doing out there just as long as he's working. So my take is you don't fire him. You don't really need to fire someone like JR. You can still make use of him. Just have him coach the younger talent, the younger commentators on the brand and the brand, like uh, Excalibur. Not that he needs too much coaching, but uh, hand the reins over to Excalibur and maybe Taz or Tony Schiavone or Big Show. Uh, then you can get something going and keep Jr. productive. Yung nangyayari kay JR reminds me of a lot of NBA commentators also getting called out on Twitter. Like kanina nung Game 6, uh, si Mark Jackson was just being harassed by, by NBA Twitter, you know, uh, fairly or unfairly. But I think the more appropriate comparison is the legendary Marv Albert. Itong Eastern Conference Finals is his last series ever. And ganun din, kung ano si JR sa atin sa wrestling, si Marv Albert ganun siya sa basketball fans. And over the years, like people have also been commenting na, yeah, Marv Albert is getting old, it's time for him to retire. He thinks that every black player on the Celtics is Marcus Smart. You know, I, I'm seeing these these tweets and, you know, um, for, for better or for worse. And I don't want to be the ageist guy here. I really don't. But... <laughs> Okay, yeah, go, go. No, no, hindi ka kasi there is justification for doing this. If this were any person, they would be done, something would be done about it. They were c- committing constant mistakes on the job. So I don't think it's a matter of ageism. Your product is out there getting slammed and talagang yung tingin sa product nyo. So I think you should do something about it, regardless of how old JR is. Yeah, um, I, I actually agree dun sa assessment ni Roka Nina na if, if JR has to be taken out of commentary, then yeah, uh, make him coach the younger talent. Like, ako as a, uh, as a broadcaster, as someone who aspires to be a wrestling commentator, I'll take every opportunity to learn from JR. If I, if I were Excalibur and, you know, I would have daily coaching sessions or weekly coaching sessions with JR, by all means, diba? So if, if that's him, the optimal role guy- for have him be the guy behind the headphones, uh, you know, in the headphones, like Michael Cole is for some of the commentators, the younger commentators in WWE. So, uh, it's still giving him a job, I think. Uh, so, keeping him productive. I'm sure that will be somehow therapeutic for him after all these years, Deba. I hope so. Uh, okay, uh, last point here before we move on to another AEW-related uh, topic. Sabi ni Kim, uh, does Marv Albert do regular season commentary? Yes, he still did as of this year. But uh, this is his last NBA season. So after this uh, Eastern final series, he's basically retired. So yeah, let's stick to AEW and let's talk about Eddie Kingston. Because over the weekend, uh, there was a dark promo that aired or that, that uh, was leaked online that Eddie Kingston basically shot on the WWE. Your thoughts on this, Ro? Okay, so I heard this just this morning because I didn't know about it. I was out of town all weekend. It was super, oh my God, super cringe, guys, guys, super cringe. I know some of you fans, uh, some of us fans, pinagpipestahan natin yung war of words between two brands, between two companies. Um, I don't know if you guys were old enough for WWE versus WCW. Um, Sometimes it happens here in the local scene. And... As an insider, as someone in the business, it is super, super cringe when you have to take shots. Uh, lalo na off, ano, off air, di ba? Lalo na, ano, hindi siya kasama sa script, hindi siya kasama as part of a promo to advance any storylines. It's just super, it's super bad and kind of makes you look like the bitter, insecure little brother that, you know, is trying to get pops uh, at the expense of the more successful company. So it's super bad. And the, the the problem with that is if you are someone in the business, it is your job to try and encourage companies working together and not actively tearing them, uh, you know, tearing those bridges down. Um, Eddie Kingston said it himself. Um, he was burning another bridge. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. So wrong. So wrong burning that bridge to the guy. And, if there are any positive uh, 
Tawag dun, positive connections between AEW and WWE that might have torpedoed any any of those. So talagang bad trip. Uh, you do not want any of your guys openly waging war like that because it's a bad look. Because it, it makes you look like the company who is trying to fight everyone and not willing to play ball, even though you are playing ball with other companies. Yes, gets okay. gonna, WWE is a big evil corporation in the wrestling business, but come on. Come on, sobrang bad look. Let me add this. So I didn't know that the AEW Twitter account actually posted the Eddie Kingston promo. What? That's even worse to me. Oh my God. Talaga? Yes. So, okay, this is an AEW tweet. Now, exclusive post, AEW Dynamite comments from at MadKing1981 following the AEW World Championship match between Kenny Omega and Jungle Boy. That's even worse for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's, that's really uh, boneheaded. Brain neutral. Let's bring out the basketball uh, cliches. Right? Brain neutral move. Sabi ni Clark Kellogg. Jesus oh, brain. Christ. I remember brain neutral. Yes, I remember that from the games. Uh, I've done my fair share of um, talking trash about other companies, and I look back on it, and it's really bad. Bad form for me. Bad form for anyone. <laughs> you do not want to be causing that kind of trouble out there. Even though it gets you press, even though it gets you the buzz that you might want as the young upstart in the game, talagang ano eh, sobrang why not focus on doing your own thing and proving everyone you know wrong or right depending on what their opinion is. Yeah, like let your work speak for itself. Like if you're really that good or if you're as good as you say you are, then prove it, diba? Tinatanong ni Yuan ni Bruce rather when did this happen? So it happened right after your main event of Saturday Night Dynamite, ng Sunday Manila time. The tweet was posted like two hours after the show went off the air. Sobrang yep. bad form. Oh my God. Sobrang, Sobrang so ibig sabihin, the tweet was posted. Ibig sabihin, Tony Khan saw that or somebody grabbed that footage and then Tony Khan told the social media team to post it on Twitter. Jesus Christ. It, okay, so na, now, now na AEW mismo yung tweet nun, for me, it's as bad as Tony Khan's shoot on Nick Khan. <laughs> I was listening to Peter Rosenberg uh, as a cheap heat, and when he was criticizing that Tony Khan promo, he was like, "It was so, it was so M-word. It was so Marky of, of Tony Khan. Like he really looked like a Mark when he did that. I'm sorry to say that, but th- that's that's how he came across. And uh, you know, going back to everything Rose said, um, the worst part of all of this was kinunsinti ng kompanya. Oh, tobrang alam yun. Um, you can't have that Marky mindset when you're running a business. Talagang no, no. Not at all. Yeah. It, okay lang sana kung ano eh. If it was a, a, a cheap shot on a promo, right? Um, that, that happens all the time, right? Cheap shots on promos. But you go on an entire unscripted tirade. Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, we got to say this again. We've been saying this for years on this podcast. But the first word in professional wrestling is professional. Let's leave it at yep. that. Uh, right? Okay, um, let's get to one more piece of news before we get to our first break, and that's the latest round of releases, which took place a few days ago. Um, really heartbreaking news for all of us, Shempre, whenever people get released, but a lot of uh, really beloved names were on this latest list. So Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Tony Nese, Arya Davari, Marina Shafir, Everrise, The Bollywood Boys, Killian Dane, August Gray, Arturo Ruas, and Kurt Stallion. Kamunaro, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, so word on the street is that this is all Nick Khan's doing, WWE President Nick Khan. Um, apparently, he is cleaning up the cap space of WWE by, letting go, salary cap, right? oh, oh. by letting go of all these uh, mid-carders and um, mostly mid-carders, in it? mid-carders and main eventers and jobbers. Main event being the show main event, not actual main event. So uh, to me, it seems like these are decisions that both Vince McMahon and Triple H can't stop. So, let's say you see in Triple H, he would hoard all the talent if he has to. So, parang wala sila magawai. So there is some sort of a power. I don't know if there's a power struggle. You know, uh, yes, Bruce main event still happens. That's where Carrion uh, Cross and Bronson Reed got the tryouts for Raw. Wala, uh, wala Feeling ko. Their their hands are tied for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know. I still won't. I still wouldn't buy any rumors that they're trying to sell the WWE. It's just that I just think they want to save money. 
So, uh, tinatanong ni Joseph pa na si Tyler Breeze sa Up, Up, Down, Down. Sobrang lungkot nun. Yeah, uh, to everybody who's been following Up, Up, Down, Down, but this is a huge blow because Tyler Breeze is basically one of the main uh, main guys on on that show. Uh, I don't know because I don't get to follow Up, Up, Down, Down. I honestly don't have the time for it anymore. So, uh, may balita ba, Ro, on Up, Up, Down, Down? Going strong pa rin. I think Tyler Breeze is still, uh, I think he appeared on a recent video. So, I think they're still having him on despite not being in the company. Um, I think it's Woods' call anyway. Yeah, I mean, technically, uh, up, if Up, Up, Down, Down is part of WWE, and if Tyler Breeze has his 90-day no-compete, then that means he's, st- he's still under contract for 90 days. Technically, right? Uh, so there. Uh, Jackie uh, in the comments is uh, saying that Jessamine Duke still appeared uh, alongside uh, Mia Yim for their BRE stuff. So yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I remember that. Uh, that Ewan, there we are in Kumu, guys. If you were waiting for us on Kumu, uh, we are now live over there. Send us yung halo halo, smash those hearts. Uh, okay, um, one more thing. Kim said RIP 205 Live. Not really, because the, the newer guys are always in 205 Live. We got our boy Grayson Waller, uh, Asha Hale, Ari Sterling, Ikemen Jiro. Dami nilang pamalit. And dami nilang sanay na cruiserweights. Eh. So, nagiging feeder system na for NXT. Uh, they officially transitioned into that instead of a uh, independent uh, cruiserweight brand. They don't have really, they don't really, they don't really have stories anymore. Um, yun. So, two hundred five live is still very much alive. Uh, Bruce is asking why was Bronson Reed stripped of the North American title? He wasn't stripped. He got beaten by Isaiah Swerve Scott in a match that they made impromptu. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, I'm okay with it. I, I love Hit Road. I've, I've talked about them here on the show before. I've talked about them on Smart Henry. And okay lang. Uh, okay lang na walang build. Sometimes yung mga sudden losses, they also lead to memorable runs. Like uh, if, if Leon Ruff didn't beat Johnny Gargano out of nowhere, we would have never gotten that little three-month program diba? between uh, Damian Priest, Leon Ruff, and Johnny Gargano. So it's not so bad. And yung NXT kasi, I, I trust their storytelling. So I yeah. think they can they, they can totally still make something out of this sudden uh, sudden swerve, if you will. Uh tawag dun, sobrang halata na, na kailangang i-call up si Bronson kasi it was really out of nowhere. But they still managed to do something about it, so okay lang, I guess. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll make the most out of it, I think. With regard to everybody who got released uh, from WWE, lalo na, um, a lot of them were, were NXT names, we're at a point where America is opening up the independent scene is really going once again. So I have no doubt that all of them can land on their feet. And, you know, I, I really wish them well. Because uh, it's never easy to be told na wala ka ng trabaho. And I'm just really happy that the U.S. is really uh, opening up. Yung vaccination numbers, they're going up. So, you know, they'll, they'll be fine. I'd like to think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think they'll be fine as well. I'm not so torn up about the releases anymore. Yung, uh, the U.S. is way more on track to recovery than we are. I think they'll be landing pretty soon on their feet. Uh, a lot of companies out there, will, you know, ready for their services and their their work. So I'm sure we will be seeing these guys soon in other companies. Yeah. So best of luck to them. All right, let's take our first break. We're going to talk about the Great American Bash when we come back. But first, let's let you know about the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon program. Right, guys, bagong month na naman, and it is a good time to subscribe to the Patreon of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. What do you get when you subscribe for as low as 250 pesos a month? Well, you get access to our Discord server where we uh, host our reviewing parties of pay-per-views. You get exclusive review content of shows like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, pay-per-views. You get free merch, and you know, just enjoy uh, our community, little community of wrestling fans and wrestling wrestling podcast fans. So again, subscribe to the Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. So yung mga uh, Patreon subscriptions, yun din yung ginagamit namin to send the prizes to you. So like see yeah. Yuan when he got his <laughs> sweet new era prize and a Mr. C from Ubusan ng Lahi t-shirt na- that I threw in there. Yun, from the Patreon funds yun. So thank you to everybody who's subscribed to Patreon. Like Rose said, it's a great time to be part of our Patreon program. You can also support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast by using our Lazada affiliate link. Uh, it's podlink.co slash E-U-L. Again, podlink.co slash E-U-L. Type that on your browser, then click that, and it'll take you straight to your Lazada app from there. Uh, add to cart and check out. And you know, uh, makakatulong ka na sa Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and to Podcast Network Asia. 
And now a quick break from uh, to hear from our other podcasts on PNA. Hey, Chino Liao here, host of the new podcast on Podcast Network Asia called Class Clown. Now I try to learn about the world through the lives of different professionals each week alongside by another stand-up comedian. The topics are limitless, the jokes are aplenty, only here on Class Clown. Sige, let's get to some shoutouts over on Kumu. Right. Shouting out Toby lang sa kalam kasi nagpapa-shoutout siya. Ikaw lang sa kalam, my friend. Uh, hey, this come again who just got in in time. No, we are late. You are uh, you are just fine because we were having a lot of trouble getting the Kumu up. Saying hey to Prince RJC, Clydenium, Ropa Olvido 22, Ralph Malakas, um, Restio underscore, user 7698970, May Salvador 66. Thank you for joining us tonight on Kumu. So yeah, let's answer this question from Julian. Do you think masyado nang nagiging toxic yung internet wrestling community? My friend, matagal nang toxic ang internet wrestling yeah, community. Yeah, uh, I've been on this place for what? 15 years? Or around thereabouts? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've signed up for the internet wrestling community back in 2006, man. And I discovered forums and people were this noisy back then. It just so happened na hindi siya public kasi forums lang siya. So nagkataon na may Twitter, may Facebook, may Instagram, may TikTok, whatever have you. So people's takes are more public than they were 15 years ago. But they haven't changed. A lot of people are still misinformed. <laughs> A lot of people still have terrible hot takes. Um, it all boils down to which voices you are choosing to listen to. So if you choose to listen to us, thank you. But if you choose not to listen to us, that's fine too. Um Wrestling is a plurality of voices and opinions. Uh, our, our good friend Mark Rimorin in the comments shouting at Lords of Pain. To those of you who don't know, you should know that our friend Ro here was actually a columnist on Lords of Pain back in the day. Like when we first met a decade ago, he was writing a column called Ro is War, which is why yeah. you need Twitter handle. Niya. Yep. Derv, you missed the entire uh, talk about Eddie Kingston's promo. Yeah, uh, rewind after the stream. Uh, what's up to Michael Balan? Shout out, Malods. All right, let's get to some uh, predictions for the Great American Bash. So it's happening next week, and we've got four matches on the card so far. As we get closer to the show itself, or maybe as it starts. So let's start with what is probably the main event Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, too. Ro, alam kung sawang sawa ka na kay Adam Cole. Yeah. I'm getting shit on it for TikTok on TikTok. So uh, <laughs> I have a very bad feeling that Adam Cole is gonna win this because one 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 tie. Tapos they'll do some third grudge match sometime in the next takeover. I guess that's my fear, and that's probably what's gonna happen. But um, I'm actually more excited, or not the more excited, like. Less apprehensive about this match because it's not an unsanctioned match. So they have time limits of TV time. And I'm sure that they will do a better match than the unsanctioned match. Yeah, kind of weird lang to me as a as a wrestling fan. Uh, you know, you go from the unsanctioned match to the singles match. But that's the other way around. Uh, talagang, they didn't think that through. I think um, this one was a last-minute addition to the, to the program, to the story. So, yeah, I, I guess to make it look like a uh, pay-per-view level NXT. Mm. Moving on, the NXT Tag Team Championships will be defended. MSK versus Toothless Timmy and Old Man Champa. Okay, uh, TNT were actually pretty over on this week's episode of NXT. They were getting cheered more than MSK. So I think uh, NXT will cut their losses here and hotshot the championships to uh, the Old Man team. Okay, so yung promo nila actually this week. Um, tama ka, Ro. Parang nakulangan ako dun sa build-up eh, heading into uh, the Great American Bash. Pero feeling ko nakabawi sila kahit papano. And hindi ko lang kung, kung bakit, pero yung, yung MSK, I just don't feel attached to them as much as I did nung Dusty Classic. I don't know why. Um, uh, maybe it's because they've because, been... Because they stopped uh, doing these profile stuff for MSK. Diba? Back in the Dusty Tag Team Classic, they were doing these vignettes and segments for MSK, exploring who they are. Now that they won the championships, parang nakalimutan sila. Parang hinayaan na lang sila mag-exist doon. And the other teams were focused on. So that is 
kind of a ball drop there by creative. Uh, Dervin Mara in the comments are saying it might be a good time to bring back Imperium. Your thoughts? Uh, I don't think so because, well, it's, it is a good time, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, they still don't know what they're doing with Valter, um in the UK. championship So I don't think Imperium is going to be a thing just yet. I think it's more GOIV than Imperium. So yeah, let's move on to the next uh, match on the card. NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. It's The Way versus Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Is it maaga for Io Shirai to be champion again? Yeah, I'm actually scared that they're going to win. Uh, <laughs> Io Shirai beats everyone. So I'm actually pretty convinced that she could win here. I don't know. I hope that Zoe I hope that Zoe Stark. No, 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 no. Not, not because I don't want them to win. It's just that the way deserves their, their flowers. Uh, while yeah, this same, happened. same. So, yeah, uh, mas gusto ko makita na magkaroon ng reign of terror yung the way. Like feeling ko di pa talaga nila na explore yung peak pagkakups ni Candice Lerae. Alam mo yon? Parang like si si Johnny nakita na natin eh. But like Candice as peak uh, queen B on NXT, um, I I still need to see that from her. Bago sila. Uh, bago matapos yung championship run nila, diba? I think I think we're gonna get a an EO Zoe feud because they're kind of hinting towards it. If they don't win, diba? Yeah, I think the only way we get there is if they don't win. Oh. Uh Marie, medyo na late ka nga yung Eddie Kingston stuff we talked about that at the start. So you can you can uh, scrub past uh, and and rewind after the stream, right? Okay, finally, it's uh, Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight Million Dollar Championship. If Cameron Grimes loses, he becomes LA Knight's butler. I want to uh, throw in the parallelism to Nina Samuels versus Zaya Brookside <laughs> on NXT UK. Because we natin na si Zaya Brookside yung nanalo. So you have the uh, you have the bubbly babyface uh, winning and actually forcing Nina Samuels into servitude. And it was funny when it was happening on NXT UK. I'm just not sure if it will be as funny if Cameron Grimes is the winner here. Like feeling ko. Mas nakakatawa pag si Cameron Grimes pa rin yung natalo because as Gina said, he's a lovable loser. Yeah, um I think the the stipulation was really to set up to pretty much predict that LA Knight was going to win, diba? Uh Cameron Grimes as Virgil as Mara said, is going to be funny as hell. I said Cameron Grimes is over the top in his reactions and and actions. So feeling ko wala namang ibang pwedeng pupuntahan niya. Yeah, sana. Uh, I, I really want to see them explore itong how endearing Cameron Grimes can be. Because he is. He actually is super endearing. Um, it, I would say that Cameron Grimes is kind of approaching Eddie Guerrero levels of he's really good as a good guy, but he's also really good as a bad guy. Mm, yeah. Like yeah, he's getting uh, there. He is, he's a good character. Um, really good style to compliment his work as well. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we're gonna see Ted DiBiase anymore <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> so there, those are our uh, predictions for the Great American Bash. Let us know in the comment section, or um, if you wanna uh, hit us up on Twitter for those reactions. Go lang. It's at Wrestling Two X Pod. Same yung handle namin for Twitter. So yeah, My prediction uh, for Trexus is ano uh, is for the breakout tournament and not as ano uh, as a chauffeur. Yeah, uh, let's let's talk about that for a, for a quick bit because they announced it at NXT this week that there will be a, a breakout tournament for 2021. This is huge, especially since in 2019, seven out of the eight names are all still fixture, fixtures on NXT. Ironically, yep. yung nanalo si Jordan Miles or ACH was the only one who's no longer here. But you know, it it really served as a launching pad for you know, Angel Garza, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, all of these people. So. Uh, you mentioned Trexus representing Singapore and uh, to an extent Southeast Asia. See, Grayson Waller, formerly known as Matty Wahlberg, former guest on the podcast, has hinted on it over on Twitter. And based on him appearing on 205 Live recently, I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up in the breakout tournament. Who is on the radar natin for this one? Um, I actually don't know because a lot of the guys that they already have... Uh, they they already debuted on 205 Live. I don't know who else is in the pipeline uh, when it comes to you know, stashed away stars. So I guess we'll find out. Because lately they haven't been signing really big names. Uh, they've been signing some mid-level names from the indie scene. Hindi pa blossom into major must-have stars. So I don't know. I think talagang breakout ang dito. I think. What about Parker Boudreaux? 
I don't know. I don't think he's ready yet. Um, I don't think they're going to Brock Lesnar him. Uh, if he didn't debut with Diamond Mine, I don't think it's going to be his time. But it, I could be wrong. Um, it could be, you know, Parker Boudreaux to, to lose. See, Jace is asking about Carmelo Hayes. Puede, puede. Um, he needs work, I think. But yeah, I don't, I don't mind him uh, getting his reps in. So yeah, NXT breakout tournament. Uh, we'll find out the bracket by next week, or if not next week, then right after the Great American Bash. Let's go to the main roster now, and let's start with SmackDown. And the biggest news coming out of the blue brand is that Edge is back. I didn't see that coming. And he came out to attack Roman Reigns. So I guess Edge is a babyface again. And um, this looks like it'll be uh, the Roman Reigns story for Money in the Bank. If if the, uh, the you, you rumors are that John Cena is coming back for SummerSlam, then I guess they're keeping him busy with Edge for Money in the Bank. Yeah, um, you couldn't expect uh, when it happened. So good for them that they found someone else and Edge is okay again. Uh, I don't know. Um, it's one of those things that Fidersha, apparently Edge isn't big enough for SummerSlam, so he'll be holding it over for Cena, which is totally fine. Uh, I, I can see this happening. Uh, I do want to see the prospect of an Edge versus Roman Reigns match because we didn't get that uh, at WrestleMania. So it should be fun. I want to see this happen. Yeah, uh, I you know I, I really love Edge Shaman, whether he's a babyface or a heel. So okay lang naman uh, to see this feud heading into Money in the Bank, and kind of weird lang yung ano uh, yung yung main event scene kasi ang ganda ng return ni Edge as always. Like whenever his music comes in, de ba sobrang lakas ng energy. And yeah. then yung yung energy ni Edge, he was channeling it into where are you Roman? Where are you at? <laughs> like, he was right on top of the stage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the rumor is that Edge is going to transition into a feud with Seth Rollins, aka the man who tried to kill him all those years ago. And yeah, I'm down for this. Um, I think we need a break from all the current feuds ongoing on SmackDown because the naman is is the feud of Roman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everywhere, everyone else is doing the same thing over and over every week. And it would be great for continuity. Uh, for so many years on the podcast, sinasabi natin na uh, we want to see long-term storytelling. So if they reference uh, Edge trying to kill, uh, sorry, Rollins trying to kill Edge and Christian in 2015, I remember, authority then this is it. This is the perfect time to do it. It's also a great opportunity for, for Seth Rollins to be in such a high-profile situation, di ba, na katapat niya si Edge of all people. So yeah, uh, this, is, this is a great thing. I don't even think they need a championship to be involved. Yeah, they don't need that. Uh, it could help, but they don't need it. Um, although yeah. the Intercontinental Championship scene is pretty stale at this point. So I don't have depth on SmackDown mm-hmm. on the mid-card side. I think wala siyang depth to you because we see the same four guys yeah. just wrestling they, for it. And they fired guys. They fired guys. No, I, I mean, even if they didn't let guys go, you could put Shinsuke Nakamura in there, have yeah. him challenge Apollo Crews, but that isn't happening because he's still messing around with the crown. Oh, uh, yeah, no, so, I think um, without without well, well, depth, because uh, they're not bringing in other guys to freshen up the, the cards. So even I mean, the problem is you get the same matches over and over. Because yeah, without depth, not the other way around. Uh, Bruce is asking if Seth Rollins and Cesaro's uh, storyline is over. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because yeah, the so. SmackDown, yeah, the mixed tag team match between Bailey and Bianca and and uh, Seth, that was Bianca and Cesaro. And parang hindi naman siya yung alam mo yung parang may, may tinuldo kana nila yung story. Parang hindi pa eh. So no, I don't think so. Nope. Yeah, it's it's still going on. Uh, I don't know what they'll do. I don't know kung they're gonna blow it off in at Money in the Bank. So we don't know. Feeling like a rubber match, kind of like Cole and O'Reilly. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't know what else they can do with this, though. They've had what a lot of matches together since WrestleMania. Yeah, talagang pagod na ako. Pagod na tayo lahat. Let's talk about King Corbin for a bit, or Baron Corbin, or whatever whatever nickname he's got now. Because uh, now that he doesn't have the crown on SmackDown this week, sobrang weird to see him all despondent and dejected like if i were a heel i wouldn't be that dejected outwardly i'd still want to kick that other guy's ass i like it it's something different 
it is depth, character depth, I would say. Because it is an emotion he does not usually show. So there you have it. Um, I want to see where this goes. I don't know if the feud is over. I don't know what this happy Corbin stuff is all about. What What is happening here? I haven't seen uh, those rumors. The rumors are that his new name, Happy Corbin, is based on Happy Gilmore. So, okay. He's going he's gonna to become a, what, a golf savant now? <laughs> I, I haven't read those rumors in depth. Uh, but can you buy Baron Corbin as a baby face? Depende. Uh, depends on what, um, what they do with it, I guess. Because I'm open to anything, really. Um, I, I I would like to think that I'm pretty open-minded, but um, I think Corbin has the wrestling skills to get over to babyface because uh, when you're a heel, you're actually kind of forced to wrestle in a way that mostly stops people from cheering for you. So that's what he's been doing most of his career. So I think he can switch it up and get over that way. Sana, sana. Uh, the last time uh, good guy si Baron Corbin was... In NXT, remember nung may para may running timer pa yung matches niya, like the, cha- the the fans would chant until he hit the end of days, and then you know he would pick up the win. That was the last time he was a babyface yeah. in WWE. Uh, so sobrang tagal na. Let's go to Raw, and let's talk about Drew McIntyre, uh, because Drew McIntyre had to fight for a, a spot in Money in the Bank again. Oh, um, and he gets another shot at the cha- at the at the briefcase. So. I don't know if this officially means that he's going to win the briefcase. Uh, I think I will reserve my judgment on his uh, push after Money in the Bank. Because we have to find out what happens at Money in the Bank. Because uh, there are six guys in there. It, anyone could be winning those that, that briefcase. So Eight, actually. Eight. Eight, sorry. Eight. Too early to tell. I think this is just them making the championship or the, the match, the ladder match a little more star-studded. So, yun. So, I would hold off on it, but yeah, he is kind of overpushed, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I've said this before, but this version of Drew McIntyre really reminds me of John Cena. Oh. And yung version of John Cena that we weren't very, that, that we weren't very into, diba? Uh, yeah, yay, John Cena wins again. Um, I, I want Drew McIntyre to really be, be, be kicked so far down. Now, we're going to root for him all over again. And we, we're just not getting that. Mm, I don't know. Um, again, I'll, I want to judge at Money in the Bank, after Money in the Bank. Uh, we can see what happens then. Until then, I think that's where he has to be. I think he has to be up in that upper mid-card spot because he is a big star. Um, he is their big star, one of the biggest stars that they made in the pandemic era. So what else we got go on? I mean, he, he can be, he can continue to be a big star. He can continue to be an established name, but I just want to be sympathetic towards Drew McIntyre again. And I can't be sympathetic towards a guy who keeps getting second chance after second chance after second chance. I just can't. Qualifier naman eh. Qualifier naman siya eh. <laughs> yeah, eh, bakit si Jinder Mahal only gets like one shot? Bakit si Cedric Alexander only gets one shot? Si Mustafa Ali, one shot lang. I don't know. Big star, big name. That's pretty much it, really. Um, there is no other way around it. You big star privilege. To, yeah, you have to keep it relevant. And that's the point. They can say, what else would you do, really, at this point? See, Michael, uh, in the comment section, where is the fiend? I don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, he's resting, I guess. I mean, good for him, right? Uh, he's not uh, pulling double, triple duty like Riddle. What do you think about Riddle uh, basically being double booked here on Monday Night Raw? Uh, Randy was missing. I don't know. Uh, they love doing that when, they ha- when they're shorthanded. When that happens, you know that they are shorthanded for the evening. So uh, I cannot wait until they start touring again and they can start getting you know, uh, local competitors from the cities that they visit. You know how, the- you know how it goes. Yeah, it, it's it's weird because puno naman yung roster nila, and you know you, you saw everybody in the battle royal. They could have double booked some of those other guys also. Yep. Yeah, but no. uh, they choose not to use the depth that they have. Yeah, um, I, I I just want more, I guess, from my from my Monday Night Raw, right? 
any other things uh, that stood out to you from the main roster shows? Guys, what do you want us to talk about? Because we have gone through our list. We have gone through our list of topics and we have like 15 minutes left. Actually, we haven't uh, talked about TBT yet. So I was going to ask uh, ask the audience if you want TBT. What do you guys want to talk about in the 15 minutes that we have? Yeah, uh, I, I want to address the comments about Bray Wyatt. Uh, reportedly resting because of mental health issues. You know, original report, pero hindi pala yun totoo because uh, it was disproved that it was apparently that the time off that he's doing right now is planned by the company. So it's apparently not a Brody Lee related thing. See, you once in I don't know why, but I'm highly rooting for Ricochet for money in the bank. No, totally. Go root yeah, for Ricochet if you want. Why the oh. fuck not? There's nothing wrong with Ricochet uh, winning money in the bank because it's way more interesting than what he's been doing the rest of the year. Oh. Mm. Uh, see, Roman J suggests memorable cash-ins. What do you think about that for TBT? It is money in the bank season already. I think we've been getting this question on TikTok, so might as well talk about it. Uh, memorable cash-ins, I think number one has to be Seth. WrestleMania play button, diba? Uh, Seth really set the bar for, oh my God, what the F, holy crap. Uh, to all of you who were there at Skinny Mike's when it happened, diba? Nag- nagwala tayong lahat. It was like uh, Christmas happened for wrestling fans everywhere. And it, uh, remember the context na everybody was so upset. Ah, Roman Reigns won the Royal Rumble. Ah, Roman Reigns is uh, going to beat Brock Lesnar. And then Seth Rollins comes out of nowhere. I think Sobrang sakto lang talaga na all of the all of the factors worked in everybody's favor. Na Seth came in and just had that reaction. I think what made it better was the fact that the rules were changed and adapted for the situation. And then we didn't know na pwede pa lang mangyari yon na magka-cash in ka sa gitna ng match and magiging triple threat match siya. So nobody knew that that was a thing. They actually they could actually do that. So I think that's what made it a lot better than what we were yeah. expecting. Right, right. They were saying anytime, anywhere. Hindi naman natin kinonsider na in the middle of a match. Uh, sure. Why the hell not? Emil, were you there? Nung Skinny Mike's watch party. That was the very first that we did at Skinny Mike's. Yep, very first. Uh, Aaron uh, su- uh, suggests one of my favorite cash-ins: Daniel Bryan cashing in on Big Show. After a big show beat Mark Henry for the World Heavyweight Championship. Love that as well because it was yeah. Daniel Bryan's first world championship. It was a huge, huge milestone for him. And as a huge Daniel Bryan mark at the time, sobrang, it was a positive OMG moment for me. For sure. A lot of people crap on that moment because Big Show and Mark Henry canceled each other out. They were basically dead. Yep. And, and ripe right. for the picking. But to me, I don't care. Because it made Daniel Bryan a champion, number one. And number two, it set up yung heel persona. Niya, na he was mm. really willing to do anything to become world champion. So, yep. una niya yung promise niya na he would cash in at WrestleMania. But that was his promise back then. Uh, two, he cashed in on a fallen giant. Like, where's the honor and nobility in that? So, I loved it. It was, it was really good. Yep. Uh um, people are talking about crying Miz girl, where Miz cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase on Randy Orton back in 2011. Uh, 2010, 2011? 2010. 2010, sorry, 2010. It was fun for me because I, it was um, uh unexpected moment because it was Miz's first championship win, world championship win. Yeah. Uh, Edge, of course, uh, the very first, yes, 2005 very first. Uh, uh. or 2006. Yeah, um, you, you never forget your first, and you can't forget this one because it really set the playbook for money in the bank. Because that in theory, lang siya, and then ito, someone actually applied it. No, um, back then, kasi, when the money in the bank ladder match was instituted in 2005, it was one of those things that okay, you get a title shot, and then everyone thought. Now you just you know ask for the title shot ahead of time to your respective general manager. Tapos uh, isa schedule niya or tapos mangyayari siya 
uh, sometime after a predetermined amount of time, after uh, a certain amount of time. And then when Edge proved that you can actually cash in at any given moment, and especially after a uh, a long, brutal matchup for the World Championship, uh, that's when the rules were absolutely changed. I think I think the best the best cash ins are the ones where the rules have been changed. Yeah, so it's basically number one, Edge when he set the rules, and two, um, Seth when he broke the game, broke the Money in the Bank uh, briefcase rules. We'll get to more of those moments, your favorite cash-ins. And uh, for some of you who are requesting for the least favorites, okay, if you want to be uh, masochistic about it, we'll talk about in a bit. But first, we got to take another break and let you know how your online shopping on Shopee can help support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. All right, guys, we also have an affiliate link on Shopee. All you got to do is type in your browser, this URL, tinyurl.com slash Shopee. Again, tinyurl.com slash WWPXSHOPEE. And, you know, just type that in and add to cart and check out. And portions of your purchases will help us do what we do here on the podcast. All right. Now let's take another break and hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Now hold on just a minute, playa. That's a Teddy Long reference for you. If you're probably wondering how a few wrestling fans who put together a podcast for their love of wrestling have been able to collab with brands here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, well, the answer is simple. We use Podmetrics. So if you have a podcast, no matter what the size is, you can sign up now at podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot C-O and use our referral code, WRESTLING2XPOD. All caps, one word. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G, the number two, the letter X, and the letters P-O-D. Again, WRESTLING2XPOD, all caps, one word. And hey, it's a great way to show support for the show as well. Now, if you're an advertiser and you want to collab with us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, who are we to say no? You can head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. Again, that's Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Let's get to some shout-outs over on Kumu. Yon, uh, saying hey to Nikapot, who is amazed that may wrestling content sa Kumu. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, Scumageddon. Uh, his favorite cash in was Dolph Ziggler's because the crowd went super wild. I think that was, you know, one of the times where they were really pushing Dolph and people were really wanting him to win. Baked Potato 420 says he wants his <laughs> sister. <laughs> he wants his sister to guess because she is an OG fan and has watched WrestleMania Live. Well, who is your sister? Tell us who your sister is and we'll consider it because we are always looking for people who have seen WrestleMania Live because Yep. Who else? Saying hello to Zarf. Thank you, man. Saying hello to Aaron, our patron, who sent 10 halo halos. Thank you, man. Damn. Janelle291999 also sent a halo halo. Maraming maraming salamat. Thank you guys for tuning in on Kumu tonight. Okay, we're seeing a lot of least favorite cash ins. Do you want to get to that? Sige. Go, go, go. So our friend Aaron from Smart Henry says, least favorite, Alberto Del Rio on CM Punk because it really destroyed the summer of punk. Yeah, I knew though that it was bound to happen because ADR had the briefcase and it was only a matter of time until he cashed it in. Sayang lang kasi he wasn't a really good heel character at the time. Uh, people are talking about Damien Sandow. So it's a polarizing. Like some people like it, some people hate it. I think we can all agree though that his briefcase was the best. Yes. Um Damien Sandow was sad, though I didn't think he was ready for a world championship run at the time. They had a big problem because back then with the money in the bank winners, in that after they won the briefcase. Gigging uh, losers so that they would go on these weird losing streaks that didn't make them, you know, worthy of the championship they were gonna fight for. So when it came time for them to cash in, parang hindi sila ganun ka championship ready. So it was really bad. So I think Sanda was also a victim of that kind of booking back then. But hindi ba yun yung idea na to go on a losing streak so that talagang out of nowhere na magka cash in ka parang uyi. 
champion na bigla si whoever like oh si Sandow champion na. pero the, the, the losses kasi affect yung perception ng fans sayo so if you are losing it kind of doesn't inspire faith in you as a champion kasi you were just a loser and then you got lucky with this championship uh, cash in what about Baron Corbin? Because I, I, I mean, I don't think that si Baron Corbin was on Damon Sandow's level when Corbin was Mr. Money in the Bank. Uh, I agree. Um, but I didn't think he was ready then. Um, it was one of those things that could have been similar to the Jinder Mahal championship run. But uh, I think people wouldn't, wouldn't have liked it either. Because Baron Corbin and Jinder Mahal were both guys that crowds didn't really like. So wouldn't have been a good point then. I think uh, they rushed that cash in. It could have been better on someone else if it were, if someone else were the champion, but I think they had plans for AJ Styles to be champion back then. So what does the Makoa then? See, Bruce said his least favorite niya was Jack Swagger on Chris Jericho. Smackdown after WrestleMania 26. <laughs> well, look where they are now. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> they are. I know. They are in the same stable. They in, are compadres now. Yeah. So there's that at least. Uh, some Mr. Th- Kennedy, I think, uh, would have worked. I think uh, it would have been an okay thing to attempt creative wise. Lalo na nung uh, condition na injury, di ba? Oh, uh, here's something that I, I keep forgetting for some reason, and yet uh, whenever I'm reminded, I'm reminded of all the intense emotions I felt. Randy Orton, that cash in in 2013 really made <laughs> me feel a lot of feelings. Like I wanted to go Oof. out and smoke a cigarette, and I'm not even a smoker. Like, ganun ako na, na effect ng cash na yun. It worked, though. It really worked. Uh, I, you can say that it worked. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't call it Ali's favorite cash in. It just, it's one of those cash ins that worked you as a fan. Sure, sure. Uh, people are mentioning Otis, but I don't think that counts because he never got to cash it in. He lost the briefcase. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, but I guess it was also for the better because they weren't also doing much with Otis. Um, he was a victim of that kind of booking that I was talking about. See, Bron, I don't even remember that. Like, when when did that happen? I, I, it's not in my memory banks. I think that was 2019, right? Oh. Uh, yeah, 2018, pala, sorry. 2018. And he lost, right? Yeah, he, or he relinquished in contract now or something. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, Braun is done. <laughs> I mean, Shane already said it. So, uh, uh, Roman J is asking about RVD cashing in at an ECW event. I think that's uh, th- that's among the favorites. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, RV- Cause I, I've always a sucker for anyone who tried to cash in in advance. Cause nobody does that. Everyone is doing the 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 heel cash in, even if you're a face. So that's super weird to me. I think if you're a face, you should be really trying. To cash in at a predetermined time, parang you call me shot mo in the anas title match to do the honorable thing. Because it doesn't work if you're doing the vulture cash in. Has anybody uh, has anybody ever called their shot like RVD? Yes, RVD. Uh, I don't know. Sandow, I don't remember. He was like, I'll, "I'll challenge you, John Cena, next week." Or was that Cena? One of them. Cena. That was Cena. Cena lost his uh, his uh, cash in for his first cash in. What do you think about the Money in the Bank briefcase holder no longer have a perfect record? Because for so long, perfect lagi, like guaranteed champion. Ka, and then John Cena and Damon Sandow come along. And wala na, it, it's never been perfect since. I actually liked it when it Cena. Because it proved that just because you were Cena doesn't mean that you were going to win. But I didn't like it for guys who weren't John Cena. Like guys who needed the build-up, like Sandow or... Um, but Otis technically Otis because he had to relinquish it. Mr. Kennedy technically had to relinquish it, and they never got to cash in and win. So sayang lang, you could have used that opportunity to build up guys, but you did not, and you chickened out. See, um, I'm I'm very familiar now with the stat. Now, eighty percent of the time, the money in the bank uh, briefcase holder becomes world champion because now the announcers keep saying it because money in the bank season. And uh, I, ako ako na ako na dumating sa point na fifty percent of the time, guys, na pag may no, okay money in no. the bank ka, champion ka. No, I really, I, I'm totally fine with the idea that it's a perfect record because it means that uh, the money in the bank plot device is not infallible. And it's not as predictable 
when somebody tries to cash in. There is a, turns out there is an iota to there is an iota of an opportunity to lose that championship match. Siguro para sa akin, gusto ko lang makita na parang trial run mo yun as champion eh. Yung pag may money in the yeah. bank ka. Kasi diba when you come out, dala-dala mo yung briefcase, parang may dala ka na rin championship. So parang That's siyang litmus test to the crowd. Like how will the crowd react to uh, pre-2010 The Miz? Parang talaga ito? Magiging champion ba to? You know, stuff like that. So parang mas gusto ko yung guaranteed shot talaga na oh yes, 99% of the time, parang 99.9% of germs, ito magiging champion to pag may money in the bank siya. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I just want to see the unpredictability of it all. So we haven't really talked about the women all that much, and we apologize. I, I guess that's also because ni pa sobrang established ng history ng women's money in the bank, diba? Um, didn't help na it started off on such a wrong foot with James Ellsworth, of all people, being the first one to get the briefcase ng first women's match. Uh, but yeah. It's not that great now, especially after the last one where Asuka had to technically get the uh, the leaving Becky Lynch the championship and they trade lang sila so I don't know no woman has failed so far that's true though but you know there's always a time the first time for everything could be this year yeah could be could be could be so there uh, that's our quick uh, talk point on the money in the bank briefcase and the contract we want to keep the conversation going as always so you can hit us up at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter or on TikTok. If you want to send you mga questions you don't or you want to comment on our posts, uh, we always have something to say over on TikTok. So hit us up over there. If you want to leave a comment on Facebook or Instagram, it is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And please follow us on Spotify, The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Every follow goes a long, long way. Lalo na sa mga friends natin on Kumu, yung mga nanonood right now, yung mga kapodcast uh, natin dyan, who are not on Spotify or have not yet found us on Spotify, Paki-search lang po kami, The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Leave a rating, leave a comment, and subscribe. Laking bagay niyan for us. So as we wind down here, let's get to our picks of the week. Kamuna Ro. I don't have one because I'm still catching up on all the wrestling I missed. And you took a potentially good pick. So wala. No, I, I can give it to you. I can give no, no, it to you. No, no, it's fine. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I'm still okay. catching up. Chino na lang. Chino has marked his here. Jungle Boy versus Kenny Omega from Dynamite last Saturday. Yeah, uh, really good match. Um, your honorable mention will have to be in triple threat nina Rampage Brown, Joe Coffey, and Ilya Dragunov. That was also really good. Bardagulan kung bardagulan. And uh, my pick is MJF Sammy Guevara. Really, really good match. But for all of the criticisms namin towards AEW kanina, the wrestling can be good when it is. like Or, or is good when it can be. You know, so MJF and Sammy... Uh, when when they say that this is a look into the future of AEW and of pro wrestling, they're not lying. People like MJF, Sammy, Darby Allin, fine, uh, Jungle Boy, you know, it, it's among the building blocks of the future. So I'm really happy that they they have this platform. So there, those are our picks of the week. Anything happening on your end, bro? Hola. <laughs> uh, I, I don't have any upcoming guestings so uh, guys if you want to guess me I'm totally open <laughs> uh, for me I just want to plug the new podcast uh, that I launched yesterday alongside the co-creators of So Asian Comics it's called Now Steaming and if you are a Chinoy and you just want to unpack yung issues more you can listen to the podcast hopefully we uh, have you know the same experiences but if we don't even better because that means now we can talk about it and uh, the goal is just to represent tayo mga Chinois, especially from the millennial generation. And if you're not Chinoy, then it's also good because you get to um, hear things from our point of view. And as a as someone who's a fan of being represented in media, I hope that this opens conversations more than anything, really. So go check it out. Now Steaming. It's on Spotify, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Now Steaming Pod or at Now Steaming Podcast. As for us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, the road to Batista is still on. It, it still is. Last I checked, I'm not on the block ni Batista. So, <laughs> How do you know? Ah, okay. Because you, know, you can still see his... Uh, yes. Yeah, we're not on the block ni Batista, but we're muted. So guys, <laughs> I know for sure that he hasn't muted or blocked any of y'all. So please storm the heavens with hashtag Road to Batista <laughs> on Twitter. And maybe, just maybe, he will get back to us. Yes. So hashtag Road to Batista. Yun lang mahiling namin uh, as we end this week's podcast. Send Chino some love at Chino Supersized. I'm sure he's having withdrawal or FOMO that will tonight, but that's what happens when you don't have internet yet. 
Uh, and thank you to Babyface producer Sole and Nikai for working behind the scenes and making sure everything is running smoothly here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thank you to all of you, the patrons, the, the listeners, the viewers. Thank you so much for supporting us and continuing to make us your weekly Thursday habit. Um, on that note, we got to get out of here. We got to sign out. We'll catch you next week and we'll review the Great American Bash and everything that happens. Uh, hopefully, wala nang releases to talk about. On behalf of Romaran and the indisposed Chino Liao, my name is Stan C. Please remember to stay safe and mask up. Get your vaccines, please. And don't forget to register to vote. Two months na lang, hanggang September lang to. So please, register to vote. Sobrang importante. We need to make an impact in 2022. We're out of here. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Peace. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.